What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Misguided Misfits podcast. Beow, 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 beow. As always, it's your girls, Pebs. And Isis. And look, I know we keep saying that we tired of Kanye, but he keep doing headlining shit that make us have to talk about him during the episode. But I'm going to keep it short and sweet because y'all already know how I feel about the entire Kanye situation. So from just from this week, um, the mother of George Floyd's daughter filed a lawsuit or is going to file a lawsuit um, for $250 million on the behalf of his daughter for defamation. And um, I think there was like, um, I can't remember all of the terminology that was going that's presented in the uh, lawsuit, but basically I feel like they should get every goddamn penny of that shit too because people need to understand that we keep telling you guys that freedom of speech is only in reference to the government. It does not mean freedom of uh, consequences. It does not mean that a private entity has to give you uh, freedom of speech. So y'all need to understand when y'all go on these platforms, whether it's a podcast, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, any individually owned entity does not have the right or does not give you the right to freedom of speech. You, When you went on Twitter and you clicked that, I have read the terms and uh, conditions, which we know that none of us have read in there tells them that they have the ability to, to delete your page whenever they want to. They got the ability to delete any of your videos, uh, messages, anything, because you are on their platform. So when Kanye made the decision to uh, speak ill of George Floyd and his manner of death and all of that, he was wrong. And I don't care about the rest of the interview. I don't care if that he um, said some things that made sense. If I hand you a fucking plate of five-star food and I take a piss on the plate, you don't care that the food was a five-star meal. You don't care about that no more because I took a piss on your plate. Now all you focusing on is the bad thing that I fucking did to your food. Now you can't eat your food. That's the same thing with Kanye. Just because he said one or two things that made sense to you or that was true does not negate the fact that he is being toxic and he is really using his platform to fucking um, discredit marginalized groups. And I'm just tired of him. And I'm tired of all of y'all running behind him like his shit don't stink or or using his mental health problems as a reason that deflect or whatever. Like you can't be anti-black when it suits you, but then when, when it's coming back around, now you want to be your black father and you all of this and that. No, you need to stand on what you said. And now you losing all this money because you don't know how to shut your mouth. And let's just say he, you believe any of the things that he's saying, or if you, uh, this go for white people as well. Like if you a racist person against black people or whatever, that's cool. You get to do whatever you want to do, but you got to understand that people don't got to fuck with you and you going to lose out on money because you want to make sure that everybody know your opinion. It's a lot of things that I believe in that I agree with that I would never say on this, pl- uh, podcast because I understand that just because I believe in some shit that ain't got nothing to do with none of the rest of the people that listen to our podcast and I would like keep that shit to yourself or you find a group of people that you feel comfortable with saying that kind of stuff to which I really just feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't say any of that stuff but you know if you gotta get it out you find you some like minded ass people and do that shit in private and and not affect your money because you finna go from one of the richest billion black billionaires to you finna be broke again and don't get it twisted the people in power have control over the fashion all of his money is not liquid money and if you don't know what i mean by that when somebody has a net worth it's not like okay i can go to the bank and i can get 
a hundred million dollars out the bank or whatever. That's not how that works. It's from assets to businesses and all of that. And he already lost in the span of a couple days. He didn't lost millions of dollars in partnerships. Balenciaga then uh, recently, I think this morning, cut ties with Kanye. So Kanye better. Uh, he need to if he need to get his feelings out. Go sit and talk to a therapist instead of going to these platforms. Because, number one, these shows is basically using Kanye. Because they know that if you get Kanye to go on your show, he's going to definitely say some wild-ass shit that's going to get you a whole bunch of views. Because I already know Drink Champs and probably made millions of dollars even after removing the video. Just from people going on their pages and listening to their other episodes or watching their other episodes, just off this Kanye shit. So Kanye needs to understand too that th- these people ain't got your best interests at heart. Right or wrong, these folks is using you the same way that you trying to use the the uh they platform. It's just ridiculous, and I'm tired of his ass. But what you think about this latest Kanye rant? Um, I feel like, first of all, speaking ill of the dead is like just not in public. Like we we shouldn't do it at all. We can't say that we don't, but you know we people do. But when you're doing it publicly, that's very distasteful, mm-hmm. especially in the manner that. George Floyd, you know, was killed, like, that's not something that you should be spewing your opinions about as a black man on a public platform. Like, because it's, it's, it's only hurting our community even more. Uh-huh. Also, I feel like these platforms that are continuing to have Kanye West on their shows, podcasts, or whatever that they have going on, like, I get that y'all want the views. I get that y'all need the views. But especially Drink Champs, y'all can make the... That's not a live show, which means... All y'all was sitting there when he said that. That means y'all editors were was sitting there mm-hmm. after y'all had this interview and was editing this, and y'all approved mm-hmm. to be that part in to y'all show and post that. So just mm-hmm. like Kanye is being held, need to be held accountable, people like Drink Champs need to be held accountable because the moment he would have said that, first of all, y'all just should have just stopped the interview. Mm. Because, and I get it. Like, this y'all bread and butter, y'all got an interview with Kanye, it's gonna get y'all views. But Y'all should have stopped the interview. Even if y'all didn't stop the interview, y'all should have cut that part out. Mm-hmm. Because that's not right. Like, people have to, like, like, everybody else that moved on in the world, and these, the family members of George Floyd have to still live with every single day. Mm-hmm. They don't have somebody in their life. His daughter got to grow up, and she don't have a father because of some senseless thing that happened because he was killed by the police for nothing. So for y'all to still post that and you got you I don't know how it works when you post it and then you take it down. I don't know if you still get paid for that. But y'all still got the views. So even if y'all don't get paid for that video, other people still going back and looking at y'all other videos now. So y'all get paid off of something that y'all should have never posted. And it's it's not right. And yes, we should hold Kanye accountable and no nobody can control what comes out of somebody's mouth. But the moment that he said that, even if y'all was still gonna post the interview, y'all should have edited that out. 
And y'all know y'all wrong for leaving it in there and giving some sorry ass apology after y'all got all the backlash about mm-hmm. him saying it on y'all y'all show. Cause y'all know y'all ain't right for letting that man sit up there. And they be having a lot of controversial. They very messy over there at uh jury champs. Yes, they be having some good people on there. Yes, people be saying some good stuff, but they also be messy. And I feel like just like everybody was all down Wendy Williams' throat on her show, we need to keep that same energy, especially mm. being in a podcast because they be real messy. And what's crazy, like you said, and I didn't even think of it from that scope because there's been a lot of times that you and I can uh, record a podcast and I might say something or you might say something and we'd be like, oh, man, we people might be upset. If we say that, and a lot, and it don't be no racist shit to this extent. It don't even be nothing bad. It may just be like, oh, I don't want to tell that person's story because you know what I mean. And we still make the decision to edit the podcast. And if you guys didn't know, LeBron has a podcast, and he also did an episode with Kanye, which I guess Kanye was just like going from that day doing podcasts or whatever which a lot of people, a lot of celebrities do. They'll be on a whole bunch of different podcasts promoting whatever thing they got going on. So he also went on LeBron's podcast. But LeBron, this and I don't know if it was prior to Drink Champs coming out or if LeBron decided before Drink Champs came out, but it was around that same time, to not post the episode. He never posted it. And he said he would never post the episode because he said he thought that he was going to be able to have a conscious conversation with Kanye. And Kanye assured him that they could have open dialogue. But once he got on the platform, he do what Kanye does best. And LeBron said that he was not going to allow him to speak on marginalized groups and to basically spew hate. And he, they didn't post the video. And I promise you, all money ain't good money. Because, like you said, they still could have made money if they would have posted Kanye West's uh, interview without that part in there. It still would have been crazy. People still going to watch it. And a lot of people don't know whether you watch a minute of the podcast or you watch the whole thing, they still getting paid. And y'all just had Patty LaBelle on y'all podcast not too long ago. How y'all going from having Patty LaBelle, a legend, knowing about y'all show? Now, this ain't no somebody just came up to she knows about their show. To now y'all do some dumb stuff like this. And two, before we move on from this, when you think about it they be having people on that getting drunk and that's and that's a cool gimmick to have in theory but a lot of people depending on who it is don't either can't handle their alcohol and they start getting to the point where they gonna say and i think that's the premise of it. you want them to get drunk so they'll say some wild shit or whatever but that's a a a, a thin line yeah i don't know if late night talk shows still do this but like some late night late night talk shows when they would have like people waiting in the like the guests to like waiting in the green screen room, like the guests would be coming out and be like, Yeah, y'all had drinks back there. I didn't have about three or four because you want people mm-hmm. to be comfortable enough. So when you asking them these awkward questions, they'll be, you know, more likely to, you know, say whatever. <laughs> I just feel like um, Kanye West should be held accountable. Drink Champs should be, should be held accountable for that messy, messy, messy. Y'all is messy. Y'all men with these podcasts, y'all is so messy. But then they swear like, it's us though. Like it, like let, I'm not gonna say that, but y'all messy, and y'all need to. I don't know what Isis was thinking, but honestly, men are way more messier than women. Like, most of my gossip, my real, for real gossip come from my male friends. And But they be like, uh-uh, I can't mess with her because she this and that. But y'all be just as geek. Y'all get on Xbox with your little headphone set 
talking to your friends and y'all be gossiping while y'all playing Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever other games y'all be on. Uncharted, whatever other games y'all be playing, and I promise you, they be in there kiki in it more than any female that I know. And this is the last thing that I want to say about them at y'all big age, and as black men, y'all y'all are black. This is a black black people thing. Y'all would think that y'all would move a little bit differently. Because y'all do have a stamp in the culture now. Like people watch drink champs, people know what drink champs eat drink champs is. So y'all have a space in the black culture now. How are we women supposed to respect y'all and want y'all to be leaders of our families and and take care of us and y'all doing dumb stuff like this? Yeah. And I really age. think have a responsibility and as much as you be like i don't want to be nobody's hero i don't want to be nobody's uh role model when you got a platform you kind of get pulled into that right or wrong and you have to understand the power that your your voice speaks and that's the last thing i'm gonna say for real is that's why i'm more so disappointed in kanye because you could change the world in a positive way you got enough money to where you can end hunger. You can do all kind of stuff, but people don't hold you to the same standard. And speaking of people that got money or whatever, so I know everybody know that when Jeff Bezos divorced his wife, she got half of everything. And when she got half, she said, number one, she was like, she didn't really give a fuck about the money. And she pledged that she was going to donate half of her wealth. So far, that girl then donated billions of dollars with a B. So this morning or yesterday, she donated $84 million to the Girl Scouts of America. Now, when people think of Girl Scouts, they automatically think of like cookies and shit. But for real, for real, I was in the Girl Scouts when I, for like a year when I was um in grammar school. And it's more than selling cookies i don't even think i made it to the part where we sell cookies if i'm being honest and it's really about teaching teaching the young women or young girls how to be women how to be self-sufficient like camping all kind of stuff that they do so people in the comments like she could have uh sent the money to flint flint still don't have water y'all mad that this lady didn't send money to flint which we don't know whether she did or not Instead of being mad at the people in the government who's it's their responsibility to make sure that Flint got water, y'all more mad at this random public citizen who don't got to give a dollar to nobody. When she didn't gave billions of dollars, she didn't gave money to uh, black universities. She didn't gave money to LGBTQ plus um, organizations. She didn't gave money to uh, Habitat for Humanity. She didn't gave money uh, for cancer research, but y'all mad because she gave money to the Girl Scouts who also are helping the community? Like, no lie, my son was a Boy Scout. And he, we went to we went to one of the little things because, you know, they just dragged us to they had like the little meetings or whatever. And they really be teaching these young men and young women how to be self-sufficient. We learn how to start a fire, all kind of stuff. And we, I don't like when people tell other people what to do with their money. Because let's be real, she could have just been like, I got the bag, I didn't divorce my rich-ass husband, and now I'm a billionaire, and I could just be on some island somewhere. But she said that the money was part of the problem and decided that she was going to give away her money when she ain't got to. So if you want to get some money to Flint, you can go down to Flint and bring some bottles of water. You can do all kind of stuff. But we need to start holding people accountable. Like hold the government accountable for Flint not having no water. Not these millionaires who you feel like you should um get they should get their money however. Because if the government had enough money to give out several trillions of dollars with a T now. To all the citizens in the United States, that means that they could have fixed hunger, 
they could have fixed uh the gangs they could have fixed the the ghetto neighborhoods they could put more jobs into the to the uh, united states they could have lowered the amount of money we pay for prescriptions they could have um done a whole bunch of stuff but they decided that that what they was going to do with the money but y'all not mad about that y'all mad at mckenzie for giving money to the, the girl scouts like make it make sense y'all be mad sitting at home behind a computer when you could also make a difference, you could donate your money. You could uh, go volunteer at the uh, centers and do all kinds of stuff. But you want all these rich people to do what they want, what you want them to do with their money. Make it make sense. What you think? You think she should have donated her money somewhere else? Um, at the end of the day, honestly... And I'm not going to say that it's not her money because she was with that man for a long time. Was given to her. And he gave it up willingly. But at the end of the day, this is just free money that she got that she didn't have to... Well, let me not say that. She did have to work for it. She was with it. Like I said, she was with him for a long time. But at the end of the day, it it don't matter. Like, it's, it's fine. It's the lady trying to do good out here in the world. If she want to get her money to the Girl Scouts of America, it's it's okay. Like, but I just sometimes I just be like, y'all just want to be mad, just to be upset and mad. Like, and the Girl Scouts apparently was struggling. If no, I'm not no. this past um this past time when they was doing um selling Girl Scout cookies, like. It was something happening where the Girl Scout cookie, like they couldn't get them. I don't think they were struggling like they couldn't afford them, but they just had stuff going on. Anyway. But I'm going to just mind my broke business, though. <laughs> yeah, because like at the end of the day, if that, that lady can spend that money however she wants to, like, I don't know her personally. I wouldn't even know that she used to be married to Jeff Bezos, even though now I know she look. I don't even know. I wouldn't know that lady from another lady walking down the street, to be honest. <laughs> so, like, at the end of the day, if that's what she want to do with her money, that's what she want to do with her money. Like, and like you said, we don't know what other places she didn't gave money to. Like, it is what it is. People just want to be mad about something. Like, do I wish that I was in these places when Mr. Beast be giving out all this money? Bruh. Of course. But guess what? It ain't like that. That's what the problem is. People just want somebody to give them money because they broke. Uh-huh. And it, that life don't work like that. It's unfortunate. I wish somebody would just give me money. But it don't work like that. You still got to get up every single day and go to your job and work whatever schedule it is you work with. Everybody ain't as fortunate. And if this what this lady decides she want to do, that's what she want to do. Right. But I feel like it's like you win. What's it called? Like you you win, for, you can't win for losing? Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you do, you can get. she could have gave money to Flint and y'all could have been like, well, they still got dirty water. Like, it don't matter what you do. It's always going to be some people out there that's saying. I guess our co-host is uh, not liking what we're talking about. And she wants us to uh, change subjects. So that's fine. We'll switch subjects, Paisley. But at the end of the day, you can't please everybody. So if you're doing good for your community or whatever, you do it for you. Don't do it for the recognition of other people. Because you ain't never going to please everybody. That's just 100% true. And I also, I want to say that even if she did give money to Flint, that money is going to the government mm. who has not fixed the water yet. Yeah, because you not know. Like they, it's not like they probably don't have the money. If they, if that lady would if that lady gives money to Flint, it's going to the government. And the government has to distribute out that money Mm-hmm. For the water to get fixed in Flint, and, and this gotta, is the same government that allowed the water to, to be, be messed up. So, what do y'all think is gonna happen? Can we get like a plan? 
Because I want to know how do you fix the water in Flint? Because you can throw money at something, but if you don't have an active plan on how to fix, like what's wrong with, with the water? What exactly do it need, need to happen for it to be fixed? Because for real, for real, this has been going on for like, it feel like 20 years. And a lot of times when we give to these organizations, like the March of Dimes and all that stuff, you don't know where your money is going. You give into these places in hopes that they doing what they supposed to do to the with the money. Organizations. We talking about the government that has been known mm-hmm. to steal and not care about the people that they govern for. And then for referral, we need to get out and we keep talking to you guys about the power of voting. And don't get me wrong, it's some corrupt people out here or whatever. But if unless you're doing everything you can as a citizen to make sure that the people in office in your town, because let's take Biden and Kamala and all of them out of the the conversation. You need to focus on your local government, your sheriffs, all of these places. Like, honestly, when I started voting, I did not realize the amount of people that we actually vote in office. Like, I didn't know you had to vote for, for the, like, I think, like, the chief of police. Like, it's so many small jobs in your, your councilman, your uh senator, the governor. It's other pl- things that we voting for. And I went and got my little ballot and realized that I didn't know any other names that was on the list. So I'm like, it's my job to make sure I'm informed with who running my town, even your city or whatever. So get your ass out there. I don't know how it is for everybody else, but in Alabama, November 8th is the day that we go to vote. So make sure y'all ass is standing out in the cold to practice your God, well not God given right, but your, I guess God gave you the right too, but you know what I'm saying. Your, uh, your right as a U.S. citizen and go out there and vote so you can stop complaining. Also, this I'm is tired. really off topic. This is really off topic of a serious, serious topic. But I was watching a TikTok and have you seen that TikTok this black lady getting arrested for voters fraud? Because apparently she was a felon and she went to vote. She really went to vote because they told her that it would be okay for her to vote. And the police had to come to her house and arrest this lady for voter fraud. Wow. I don't understand why felons can't vote. I feel like once you get out, like... (laughs) You still gotta... Like, once you get out, you go back into being, like, a regular a person of society, like they keep telling y'all to make sure that you verify who you sending the money to, because once you send your money, that's on you. They keep telling y'all this. They even took it to like I don't know, it's not the Supreme Court, but they took it to like the government tried to get involved to get Zell to to stop uh, defrauding their customers and stuff. And Zell like, well. It is what it is. So if y'all ain't saw on Instagram, Young Jock sent eighteen hundred dollars to somebody, <laughs> and it's not funny because I know that if I had eighteen hundred, but he sent eighteen hundred dollars to the wrong person, and then the person blocked him, and he trying to get them to send the money back. No, sir, sir, you got to take that L. That person is blessed. Okay. They probably was having a rough go, got $1,800 sent to their account, and was like, oh, shit. Then you're going to go on Instagram to get us to uh, message this random person. No, that's your fault. You should have double-checked the number. Now, shout out to that person because they probably was down bad. Now they rent paid. But make sure you guys... When you sending money on these apps, like I know when I send money through Cash App, right? If it's a some if it's a person that I've never sent money to before, Cash App would be like this person like when you go to hit 
ethic name, whatever they be like. This person is in your context or like the recent like people that you sent money to. Are you sure you want to send them money? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Zell does it because I do know that if I send money to somebody or whatever, it'll have a picture on there. So like if I send money to whoever, it'll have the picture of whoever the person is, like that contact photo. So what what that's on you. You gotta take that ill. And I just think that it's like it's not funny to the person who lost the eighteen hundred dollars, but it's hilarious to me because I know that the person that received the money like is happy. Even if I didn't them. need the money, if I get $1,800 randomly, you ain't getting that back. Bro, I always need $1,800. Somebody accidentally sent me $1,800. Like, straight up. And and I don't know, because, you know, people are like, oh, you're going to mess up your karma or whatever. Maybe God was trying to bless me, okay? Bro, if somebody accidentally sent me $100, right? Bro. Because that's happened to me not so a lot of times like Ro will take our candles to his job and um sell the candles um to his co-workers or whatever and he don't be letting me know that I'm gonna get a cash app or whatever from whoever person is buying the candle the other day I got a $10 cash app for one of the candles I said I ain't know who the person was. I'm like, man, somebody just sent me $10. Like, hold on. But I wasn't going to call that person and figure it out. Thank you for the $10. Shoot. That was the lunch for me that day. But again, make sure you guys are verifying these dang on transactions because you don't want to end up on social media asking the public to help you out because I'm just going to laugh at you. Let's just keep it real. But speaking of keeping it real, which I guess is I guess is keeping it real, I'm irritated with Elon Musk. Like I really am. Because you thought you was flexing buying Twitter because you wanted to control the narrative of what people talk about. And at the end of the day, no matter who you are, people gonna talk bad about you. So you can't think you can buy every news outlet. And it's still going to be somebody finding a way to talk bad about you. So now you didn't waste it. Was it billion? It might have been. He, I, I can't he remember how many. buy it? So what happened was he was he was bidding to buy Twitter. And this uh, something happened with Twitter where he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. But he had already signed a contract saying that he was going to do it. So they like, look, either you're going to buy Twitter or we gonna sue your ass. So he had to stay with the uh with the um bid that he made. So now you I, I really think it was fifty four billion dollars that he paid. I can't don't quote me on this. Like we always say, this is the misguided misfits podcast. Yeah, and I'm like, so now to to recover his losses, he's gonna fire seventy five percent of the workers at Twitter. That's a lot. Firing 10% of the workers is a lot. 75, Twitter finna be in the trash. Most of the people really think about it, anyway. When you really think about how many people go into making these websites and apps work behind the scenes, being without 75% of them is a lot. And I really feel like it's kind of like, have you ever been bidding on something on eBay and you know that you ain't going to win the bid, so you kind of like bid more to make the other person end up having to pay more for whatever? I feel like that's what he was trying to do and they call his bluff. And now you stuck with your damn um auction. And I really just feel like he arrogant as fuck. And now you finna uh, basically Twitter, I get Twitter maybe two more years. And Twitter finna be non-existent. It's gonna be like Black Planet and MySpace and Tagged. The only time I go on Twitter, and I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with y'all, is when somebody's sex tape drop or somebody leak a dick pic or something. Because you know you can't see that on Instagram or Facebook 
but Twitter ain't never let me down. So whenever I'm trying to see some illicit shit that I ain't got no business looking at, place to go. Because y'all show be leaking shit on Twitter. But other than that, I'm not going on Twitter because why? I got better things to do, like scroll on TikTok and laugh at videos over and over and over again. But shout out to Elon Musk for taking that L because $54 billion. I think God needs to give me some money so I can show them how they really supposed to be with their money. Because all these celebrities just be out here making dumbass business deals. And maybe he knows something that we don't know. I don't know, but it looked like he's going to take an L. Well, <laughs> he might know something. Because he came up with Tesla, but, or help create. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, y'all out here wilding with all this money. I feel like they just be, you get so much money that you just be reckless as hell because you ain't got shit else to do. Because that's basically what he doing. But speaking of being reckless as hell. So I don't know if you've seen the video, Isis. It's real fucked up to me. But I think it was like four or five daycare workers got charged with felonies for, I think it was like child endangerment or something like that. So basically what, I'm going to paraphrase what happened. Basically these key, these teachers got dressed up in, uh, in screen masks and shit and was like fucking with the kids, scaring them. And being like, if you don't do this, we're going to get the boogeyman type shit. And basically traumatizing the hell out of these kids. Now, do I think that that was a felt that should have been a felony? I don't know. I think that's a bit much. Because I will tell you that my mother used to scare the shit out of us when we was kids. Like, jumping down stairs and stuff to, uh, to play pranks. Like, if YouTube was around when I was a kid, I'd be rich as hell. Because my mama used to prank the hell out of us all the time and be laughing hysterically. Like, if I bring it up to her right now, she'd still be laughing because she loves to pull pranks. But I think that there's a line when it comes to pranking. And I think them teachers was wrong as hell to uh, prank those little kids like that. Because they probably going to need therapy. Like, if you being real. Because I don't know about y'all, because a lot of the people that listen to the podcast are, what? what's the gender? Is it Gen Z? A lot of y'all are Gen mm. Z. No, we have a lot of millennials. Yeah, but I remember when Scream first came out. That shit was scary as hell. Like, that shit was scary. Like, watching it now, it's not as scary as it was when when I was a kid. But Scream really had me messed up. And we used to live in a duplex. And if you guys don't know what a duplex is, it's like an apartment or a house that got like two plate, two, you know what I'm saying? Two floors or whatever. And it's two separate apartments or whatever. And my sister used to come from the top apartment and come down the back staircase with her scream mask and scare the shit out of me. So maybe I got some residual PTSD from that so I can empathize with these little kids. But don't play like that. That shit ain't funny. Let, let's also be real about that. And them daycare workers is probably tired, okay? They is probably tired of running up behind y'all kids who throw don't want to sit down, don't listen because they don't do it at home. So guess what they had to resort to? Saying that child, don't sit your ass down. Okay? <laughs> but I'm not a parent. So that's neither here nor there. But I do work in retail and y'all be letting y'all badass kids come in there that be snotting and sneezing and coughing everywhere and running around the store like they ain't got no home training. And, like, it's still, like, people out here that kidnap children. Yeah. Y'all parents. Sorry, I had to get that off my spirit. But. 
yeah, I think it's messed up to take you in charge with a felony. But we'll see how that plays out, whether or not the charges get dropped or if they get um reduced to a misdemeanor. Because if y'all really going to get them chopped down, I don't think it should have been a felony. Because a felony, for real, for real, mess you up long term. Like, we just told y'all about how a felony can stop you from being able to vote, depending on what state you live in. So I think a felony is a bit excessive. But we'll keep you guys updated on that scenario and what's going on with it. So it's time for our newest segment, Am I the Asshole? And as always, we have not read the story prior to reading it with you guys. So all of our reactions are 100% genuine. So we want you guys to listen to this story. It's an anonymous person. We don't know them. We're going to read the story, be impartial, and let you guys know whether or not we think they're the asshole get into the am I the asshole for this week. Am I the asshole for dropping my sister's kids at the child-free wedding that she was at? To make a long story short, I, female 25, am a medical student. My free time is very limited, and I have lots and lots of commitments. My sister, female 33, has three kids all under the age of 10, and she often expects me to babysit for her, which isn't the main problem. But she drops them off at random times with very short notice, or no notice at all. The other day she called saying that she was on her way to drop the kids off at my place because she was attending a friend's child-free wedding and couldn't take the kids with her. I had a huge argument with her on the phone because I had a study for my upcoming exam, but the next thing I knew, the kids were at my doorstop and she was already back in the car and then drove off with her husband. I was so pissed I couldn't handle it. I decided to get dressed 30 minutes later and take the kids right to where their mom and dad were. I drove them to the wedding, which was at her friend's house, and had them go in. The men there tried to stop the kids until my sister and her husband came rushing. My sister was shocked and started shouting at me, but I quickly got in the car and drove off. I went home, and she started calling me. After she realized I wasn't going to pick up, she sent a few texts calling me an unhinged, and a fucking bitch for putting her in this situation and embarrassing her in front of her friends. She mentioned that by bringing the kids to a child-free wedding, I disrespected her friend, which affected their relationship and caused her and her husband to go home and miss out on the rest of the wedding. Her husband called later, and I picked up thinking that he speaks to me rationally, like he always does, but he scolded me saying that it wouldn't hurt if I kept the kids for a few hours, then expressed how disappointed he was and how selfish and petty I was to do this to my sister and her kids. Now I'm thinking that I should have sucked it up for a few hours. Am I the asshole? So, absolutely not. You made sure that the kids got back safely to their parents. You didn't leave them on a doorstep. And it is what it is. Like, So, again, coming from somebody who doesn't have children, like, I like other people's kids, but to an extent, I know they can go back home. And just because it's your sister, you didn't lay down and had no kids. Mm -hmm. Your sister and her husband laid up and had them kids. And it sounds like to me that either they can't afford for childcare or they don't want to. Because you just basically free labor. But you definitely need to set boundaries. And no, you don't have to suck it up because that's not the life that you decided that you wanted to have. If you wanted to have children and be watching after somebody all day, then that's what you would decide to do. But that's not your life. Your sister decided that with her husband that they have children and they need to be responsible for these kids or they need to pay you Mm. because just because we family don't mean I'm going to keep watching your kids for free because I'm pretty sure you're going to want your kids to be fed you're going to like because you family you ain't fed your kids before you came over here so let's let's be real. We all know how family get down. Which means you you gotta feed them. Who knows what time that th- these folks was gonna come back. If this a child free wedding, that means that this wedding is finna be real lit. 
and it's probably finna go on for a minute. So who knows when they was gonna come pick up their kids. And now you got three kids running around or whatever the case may be and you trying to study for school. And they may be well-behaved children, but kids want attention. Like, they need something to do. Not all kids respond to sit down, watch TV, play on your iPad. Like, some kids want to play and do stuff. So, no. Yeah, for me, the issue isn't that you dropped your kids off to go to the wedding or whatever. Number one, you got to give me a heads up because I might have had plans. And for you to, you knew you was wrong when you set up and left the kids at my doorstep and drove off. Because what if I would have left your kids out there and something would have happened to your kids? And then you would have been mad at me because I ain't bring your kids into the house. You don't never inconvenience somebody else with your kids. Like, if I have my baby and I ain't got nobody to watch her, that means that I can't do X, Y, and Z. Because I made the decision to have a child or whatever. That's why I made the conscious decision this past Monday to get an IUD. So I wouldn't have no more damn kids until I was ready to have another one, if we decide to have another one. So you don't burden nobody or whatever. And then for her husband to call, who the fuck is you to be calling my phone? Uh, when it's I got beef with my sister, mind your motherfucking business. Like that ain't got nothing to do, and I guess they're your kids too or whatever. But why you ain't have one of your family members watch the kids if you were so adamant about going to this wedding? Like hell no, I'd have dropped their ass off too. And then my thing is, you been new about this wedding. Facts. You been new that this was a child free wedding, which means you could have been asked me. When you when you got the invitation to the wedding, you could have asked me, and a girl probably wouldn't have had a problem. And because then you, you asked me in advance, and even if you had asked me in advance and I said no, that would have gave you ample opportunity to ask somebody else. Like you don't burden nobody else with your damn kids. Don't your kids ain't nobody's responsibility but you and the person that you laid up and had them kids with. So me and my sister probably wouldn't be talking for a minute or whatever. Because I ain't going to lie to you. My sister was the queen of, can you watch uh, your niece or nephew for a couple hours? And then I wouldn't see her to the next day. So I had to start cussing her ass out. So she would stop doing that shit. Because you know as a sister that they ain't going to leave your kids messed up. Because you love your niece and nephew or whatever. But you ain't gonna keep inconveniencing me so you can be out here in the streets having fun. And I'm glad now that my my niece is grown and my nephew is old enough to where he can kind of, you know, entertain himself. But shoot, don't nobody feel like to be obligated with somebody else's kids? And you don't never uh, make nobody, like you got her feeling bad about her decision to study for her med school exam. Like, no, you ain't. Then it's always the people that got hella kids. Low key, it sounds like to me that this sister is jealous. Mm, and you want to stop me from doing what I'm doing and interrupt my shit and drop your kids off. Like, because I, I know if my sister is in med school, everybody, if you've never been to college, you've never, like, people know when people decide to want to be a doctor or go to medical school for whatever, that's a lot. Like, college in itself is a lot of work. But medical school is, like, a lot, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of hours. Like, a lot of people, when they go to med school, they can't work because med school is taking up all their time. Mm -hmm. So, if I know my sister's in med school, I would be thinking about, okay, well, you know, even, like, even if I just couldn't find nobody to watch my kids, I would still, like, try to ask in advance, like, hey, I know you're busy. But I really want to go to this wedding. You know, could you please watch the kids? We'll try to be back at a reasonable amount of, you know, a time. So we, but it's not like me, her sister jealous. And she mad that um, her right. sister at 25 doing what she want to do in life and ain't married and got all these kids. But I'm like, you made the damn decision to have these kids. So 
sometimes you can't go places. Like ICE is planning a damn cruise, and I already know that I'm not gonna want to be without my daughter for long enough to be able to go on the cruise. So guess what? Q don't get to go on the cruise, and I gotta eat that because I decided to have a baby, and I wouldn't change it for anything. But I know that that means that I can't get up and go. If I want to go to the grocery store, that means I need to get her set up first, get in the car seat, buckle the car seat, make sure she ate before we leave, make sure she got a clean diaper so she don't be after the food. I understand that as a parent. So you'll never be mad at somebody else for making the decision to have no kids because you wanted to. Because, girl, bye, you just missed the wedding. That's how that go. I'm sorry to tell you. You missed the wedding. Guess what? You end up missing the wedding anyway. So you should have just made the arrangements prior to it instead of trying to burden somebody else. But but I think it's time for my favorite time of the episode. Your favorite time of the episode. It's the motherfucking Misfit Minute. The Misfit Minute. As always, if you guys made it to the end of the podcast, thank you so much for listening. If you guys want to have a heads up on any pop culture, politics, uh, art, music, movies, all that jazz, make sure you guys are following us on social media at the Misguided, well, not the, but at Misguided Misfits Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all that jazz. That's where you'll see any other posts that we don't talk about on the actual episode. If you guys want to shop any Miss Got a Misfits merch, now it's colder than a motherfucker outside. So make sure you guys get in your hoodies. Make sure you guys get in your beanies and all your t-shirt needs. Uh, you can get it at bedrockcosmetics.com. Click the Miss Got a Misfits link and shop to your heart's content. As always, if you guys want to support me and my family and baby Paisley, you can shop at Bear Rock Cosmetics for all your cosmetic needs. We do have a sale going on right now. And when you guys hit the episode, Monday is the last day of the sale, which is 20% off all of our um, water-activated liners. So get them before they sell out because they always sell out. Um, also, you can follow us on all social media at Bear Rock Cosmetics. And that's all I got for you. And you can follow... Um beauty effect that's b-e-a-u-t-e e-f-f-e-c-t on facebook and instagram um and if you have any questions you can always um email at support at beautyeffect.com um yeah all right as always thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys later bye bye